You're now listening to the Outsiders of Horror Podcast. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to the outside. Oh, sorry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Guys That Horror, sponsored by Deli. Oops, sorry. Uh, welcome to the Outsiders of Horror, sponsored by Nightmare Toys. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm the fat man himself, Smooth Farmer. I'm uh, joined by the other fat man himself, Brian, the fucking dingling string, and everyone's favorite cancer, Andrew Gay, all day. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Do you, do you smell something? I feel like I smell a bitch lurking in the background. Fuck you. <laughs> and as always, joined by the favorite fourth outsider, or I don't know, half bred inbred, uh, pumpkin face. Well, I forget her name. Cujo. There you go. Welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, asswipe. Fun. Pumpkin butt. Yeah, no pumpkin butt. I almost fell out of my chair. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (sighs) On episode 30 of Three Guys That Horror, let's let's discuss turnover, guys. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a food reference you there, Fatty? No, no, no. Turnover, meaning, you know, when Bindle got kicked out of the podcast. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Okay. Oh shit! Uh, wars start now. Well, with all that being said, breaking news: you can catch me representing the Outsiders of Horror at Wicked Weekend, December fifth, sixth, and the seventh, or fourth, fifth, and the sixth. I don't even remember the fucking dates, but I'll be there. <laughs> it's so fresh; he doesn't even fucking know. <laughs> when is it? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, fans. It's in December, and I'll, I'll be there, spawning off all my gifts to the boys and girls. <laughs> Just when the listeners thought they were done here in Farmer, and you can get to, and now he all of a sudden has a new weekend to do this to every week. Well, that's not all, because November 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I will be at Dark Xmas here in Cleveland, Ohio, with special guests Lisa Wilcox, Kate Hodge, and Mark Price. Can we save the plugs for like later on the show? Let's try to grab the people now instead of having them turn off the show right now. Sure. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> grab. So, sometimes you just got to grab the people and then you just have to say, fuck you, Daryl Hook. All right, guys, let's keep it going. <laughs> so, yeah, three guys the horror. Uh, where, how do we want to start this here? We're going to do some news. Do we I was thinking we could start with some trivia, you know, like how we used to do in the early days. <laughs> <laughs> Keep track of the points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great way to start this week. Fuck. Good way yep, to start yep. episode 30. It's awesome. Yeah. Episode 30. Our Halloween special. Woo! Yep, our last pre-recorded episode for the month of October. Yes. Because next week, we'll go ahead and let's plug in next week, shall we? We're on a roll. This Friday... Is our live stream on the 25th? It's gonna be awesome. Tune in. I'm going. Okay, and I and to advertise this, I, people don't realize if you're a first time listener because we're getting a lot of new people in. I am terrified of uh, pumpkin guts. They freak me the fuck out. That's why we're trying to make a big selling point of us not only carving a pumpkin, but we're actually gutting the pumpkin on air. Is because everyone wants to see me be tortured, and it's. 
I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. He's getting over but, his fear. But I, but I know it's gonna look good for everybody else. So I'm taking one for the team here. All that dry It's a part of his twelve steps. So I mean, yeah. it's good for him. Good for you, Faye. Good for you. Step in the right direction. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you tune in. We also have giveaways too, by the way. You can win some cool. Yeah, speaking I'm... speaking of the giveaways, there's only one person that can tell us about these amazing giveaways, and that's the Wolf Man. Yes. Yes. So with, with this episode next week being our 31st episode, which very ironic concerning it's also a Halloween episode. Yeah, um, we, we, we wanted to say thank you to all you listeners out there. And, you know, yeah, we could just say, hey, you know, thanks for listening. Thumbs up, you know, high five, whatever. No, we decided to go a step further. We want to give you free shit. And this was stuff that, well, it was a pain in the ass to get. Not really. We just cried until we got it. Um, <laughs> so we, we have um, a little package coming to you from our good friends at Studio Cataline. Uh, we will have a prize package from Christy and Nightmare Toys. Ew. We will also have a hatchet comic book signed by Adam fucking Green. Yay! And and just because, you know, it being Faye and I had to torture him, we have an 8x10 side by Spencer of Ice Nine Kills. Fuck yes. All of those are going to be in the very first movie of Joe Bob. But that's not all. Ooh, ooh, what's in the second? The second movie, <laughs> which I am very quite proud of. We will have 8x10s signed by Derek Mears and Kane Hodder. And the big giveaway is the Naked Jason Part 4 mask signed by both of them. So you're looking all around over $200 worth of shit that we're giving you for free. Yep. All you gotta do is hang out with us. Be our friend on the stream. That's all you have to do. You know what? If someone can make Faye puke, I will give out a fucking bonus prize. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he'll send you a, a dick brand new fast. car. He'll already <laughs> fucking puke. He will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who said oh, you can I... touch my pumpkins? Uh, I'm not looking forward to that segment. <laughs> Faye, I honestly can't wait to see you do this. Uh, I, you know, it, it you takes a lot really for you. Don't understand like how bad this is going to be for me. Uh, I don't. Well, that's okay. I, and well, I know well, it's what a I was trying to say thing. Is, I mean, you're less of a man, but you'll become a partial man once you do this. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're like I a mean, lost I, boy growing up. I might as well take my embarrassing... Yeah, you're like the like Daryl Hook of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> might as well take my embarrassing little fear or whatever and entertain the people with it. Which... Anything. Nope. He's gonna puke. Just thinking of it. Yep, nope, I'm good. Uh, continue on. News, right? All right. Moving on to news. Presented to you by our buddy Lance at Evil Lance, Inc., Go buy his shit. We got another sponsor. We can oh, pay for sponsor. you have no idea, Faye. Well, my wallet's still skinny as fuck, so they need to... <laughs> All right, so first piece of news, which kind of shows how old we are getting. Uh, Paranoid Turbity turned 10. Like, I know. That's fucking outrageous, right? Like, I, I, I remember I seeing it in theaters. They were doing the whole demand it now marketing campaign which fucking worked for the first two movies um 
And here here we sit now, what, six movies? And yeah, a uh, reboot on the way, so... I, I am a fan of that franchise. I like because uh, everybody like everybody has Facebook, so you can go and look at your memories of past. And ten years ago, it's me going. Everybody request uh, Paranormal Activity to be in Wichita, Kansas, and then it ended up being. And I'm like, I'm going to watch Paranormal Activity, and then I have a post saying, "Oh my god, that movie scared the fuck out of me," because I don't do well with footage movies, and I've loved it ever since. It's it's yeah, and then yeah, it's already been ten years. That's insane. I actually, funny story is, uh, about a week before that movie dropped, I went to the bar by myself, doing the whole lonely loser thing. So and, when, you uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, there's this girl like Alan dance floor. She looked like my type, you know, like grungy, greasy hair, and, like piercing. So I was like, hey, yeah, you know, how you doing? <laughs> she ended up coming to talk to me because I was too much of a bitch. So she she came up and talked to me because she noticed me st- creepily staring at her. So I was like, oh, uh, how about next week uh, we go check out a movie? And then it ended up being Paranormal Activity. And I was hoping that she'd be the one scared. I was the one scared the whole time, and she was a trooper. <laughs> and after the movie was over, I was like, what do you think? She's like, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And then I took her home and never talked to her ever since after that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Something tells me you didn't pay either. Oh, I, I paid. I paid. You didn't drive, so you didn't take her home. <laughs> I did drive too. That was long before my uh, whole DUI situation. Holy uh, shit! He must have been like sixteen. Home, but I had a ghetto ass vehicle to where halfway taking her home, her window just randomly dropped. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> it's the ghosts. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And it was a little chilly that night, so she was cold, and I dropped her off. She gave me that quick little like little pat hug across. <laughs> From the passenger side to the drive side. That was a good time. Pat Hug, gone. Uh, good old bastard. Toby cock blocked you. Yeah. Didn't even know it. That's my paranormal activity memory. <laughs> and I've loved the franchise ever since. So yeah, happy anniversary, paranormal activity. And Katie Featherston's a sweetheart. I did get to meet her. She is. Absolute sweetheart. Yeah. Still as gorgeous as ever. I thought she was hotter in the movie, though, than she is now. She lost weight, and I don't like it. <laughs> I like the I like the juiciness on my ladies. For all the okay, listeners, hey, you didn't have a shot anyways, so. I didn't. No, yeah, no. I don't know. A boy can dream, though. A boy can dream. All right, so, moving on. Unless so that we, boy is almost forty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, so we, we all have our feelings on this stupid ass craft remake. Um, pretty sure ninety nine percent of us hate the fucking. Boo. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Duchovny. Uh, but it came out that David Duchovny has joined the cast. What? Yeah, that really flared up the audience there. Woo, yeah. So, I'm willing to bet he's got maybe like 10 minutes of screen time. Probably plays the dad of the girl. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's not going to play the Skeet Oracle, that's for sure. <laughs> if he did, he's too fucking old for that shit. I really have zero interest in it. Like... <laughs> Like I even had the craft as an overrated pick of the week one week, but that I still completely disagree with them remaking it. It's like I thought the movie was good enough. I get the cult following and stuff like that. Just because I personally don't like it doesn't mean that it sucked. It, but it doesn't need that. They could have put that money towards a different movie, even an original idea or even a different remake. Because the craft, anything from the '90s, really, I don't think it's time for them to remake any movies from the '90s. It's not long enough yet. Yeah. There's plenty oh, of movies to choose from. 
Well, there's plenty of those gems from the 80s that could be remade still. Yeah. We don't need yeah, the crap. I'm not into it. Not into it. I was just saying. There is a lot of 80s gems that, for one reason or another, just didn't have all the right materials to make the movie they wanted. Um, the right stuff. The right stuff. Um, so, yeah. yeah you know, why not? Uh, What's that? Not, not a movie that already has a cult status and it still has a cult status and people still love it. I mean, no. Well, it's not yeah, even that old. I mean, yeah, and say, yeah, and again, the 90s are not that old. I know that, I mean, the 90s is. Take a movie like um, Night of the Comet. It like it's yes, it's still a very solid film, but with today's graphics and everything, I think they'd be able to take it much further than what they were able to. Bunch of meteor shit. Which you know, <laughs> which is funny enough because while we were talking to Adam Green, uh. There was another convention going on where Danielle Harris was saying that there was going to be two more Hatchet movies, which Mr. Green himself had said, yeah, it's probably going to be a long, long time before it even comes to happening. Fruition, as one would say. Yes. It was at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, or it was in Maryland. It was in one of those, but it was Monster Mania. I think Mania. it was Maryland. Yeah, there you go, Maryland. Yeah. Or no, it was uh, the New Jersey one. Was it New Jersey? Okay, well then it was yeah, Monster Man. Horror Con. Oh, yeah, there you go, New, New Jersey Horror Con. So, which we will have the interview with him up eventually on our recap episode, whenever. It yes, comes. yes, the episode is edited. It'll drop this weekend. Yes, quote the farmer, nevermore. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first here, people. By the time you see this, you'll already see the other one. <laughs> Right. I'd be lying if I said I was sober. <laughs> he's drunk as a monkey's dick right now. Well, he's used to monkey's dicks, so. I bet. <laughs> Only baboons. <laughs> All right, so keeping up with the remake news. Um, one that kind of shocked me, the grudge is getting an R rating. So here's a remake of a remake, Ugh. or some would say a reboot. Um but they give it an R rating, so it kind of makes me wonder how much budget did they have to where they're not worried about the rating, or is this actually going to be something that's graphic, unlike the one that Sir Michelle Geller was in? Again, remaking something way too soon, especially a remake of a remake. I mean, it's going to be a shit. It's going to be stupid shit. Pointless. And that's their selling point now. It's going to be R rated. So now the little weird little meh kid and all that stuff is gonna be rated whatever i just no i'm not into no no i mean what i think it's at 2020 so we figure we'll probably have a trailer around thanksgiving or so when when did the american grudge come out of those early 2000s right Mm -hmm. yeah see too fucking early come on but put this money towards something else Somebody of, something. Like, even if it's another remake, again, like I said, like there's plenty of gems from the 80s that you can remake on. And if people the love their 80s original one, well, the Lost Boys definitely needs a remake because that movie was trash. But listen, you fucking drunk hick. Oh. All right, I will fucking castrate you, put you in a box with fucking Gizmo's head, <laughs> with no beer, 
and maybe some O'Doul's, all right, you fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> say no beer. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the first grudge came out in uh, 04. 04. That was the year I graduated. <laughs> so, all right. So, I mean, it's like a 15-year gap. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I just hit my 15-year anniversary. Uh, or, uh, yeah, reunion. 15-year reunion of mine just happened a couple weeks ago. You didn't go? No, I didn't fucking go. If I had, like, a cool success story of, like, I'm a billionaire CEO type shit, yeah, hell yeah, I would have went. <laughs> <laughs> I work at Dairy Queen. <laughs> I'm not going to go and listen to I all have these. a dog. Yeah, My yeah. name's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and like I have a podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, so does my neighbor." <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't go. The people I want to keep in touch with, I've kept been able to keep in touch with over social media. So yeah, I didn't go. Especially not to go talk about the Grudge remake. Well, let's see how this trailer turns out. All right, next we got some Stephen King news. So for all you writers. His house in Maine is going to be turned into a museum. Yes. It is also going to be a writer's retreat. The only fucking reason to go up to that fucking place is just to see his house. Yep. Nothing fucking up there. His house is fucking uh, A writer's retreat. Kind of like The Shining, huh? Kind of. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Which also actually kind of... It leads crazy us in, and take an axe, yeah. It leads us into the next story. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have revealed... Too? Doctor Sleep's uh, runtime, and yes, it's fucking Ooh, long. It's a long one. How long? Two hours and thirty-two minutes. Okay, I could live with that. Not as long as it chapter two. So not as long as it chapter two, but it's the <laughs> second longest uh, non-superhero movie this year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's connected to one of the greatest horror movies of all time, in my opinion. I mean, I'm super, super fucking excited, especially as as much as they've marketed it to being the sequel to Stanley Kubrick Shining. They're straight up marketing to that. I love the new poster that they put out for it, where it's adult Danny looking down the hallway at young Danny on the tricycle. Right. I'm so stoked. And I love Ian McGregor. I mean, I think I I think it's going to be an amazing fucking movie. I I really hope it's amazing, because if it's disappointing, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, The Shining's in my top five movies of fucking all time, so of course I'm excited for this, but then the way they're marketing it, too, to where they're straight up... <clears throat> Even Stephen King, who uh, hated Stanley Kubrick's Shining, they, I watched a recent interview to where he's like, this is a beautiful follow-up to Stanley Kubrick's Shining. And like, and even Stephen King is trying to give the thumbs up to Stanley Kubrick's Shining to it. Just I, did, I think he's like around right. over time. <laughs> Like yeah, I think he's grown to it. He doesn't want to admit that he likes the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. His name's. I, don't know, I mean, yeah. I still like Real the TV piece. version. I mean, I love Jack Nicholson's version, um, Kubrick's version, but I, I still like the TV one. That's thing. I understand the love for the TV one, but the this Kubrick one though just so outweighs the TV one. In my opinion. God, I think it's a, a fucking masterpiece. Like, I usually don't like slow burns, but that's a slow burn where I can be glued to it and just love every second of it. And then that new 4K trans... Oh, oh, oh the 4K oh, transfer was beautiful on it. So good. Like, the second I put that I mean, in there... I fucking love Shelley Duvall. You love Shelley Duvall? She's she's my one only complaint of that movie. Does she? Oh, no. I like it. I like it. I I like she's it. a terrible actress. <laughs> I really nah. She her best role was in Popeye. Oh my <laughs> she god, was that born was for that. 
fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> she was born for that role. You can't use that word. Go back in the fucking kennel, all right? No, fuck you. You fucking make fuck. For all those who are wondering, Popeye came out in 1980. <laughs> I like that movie. Eh. All right. Well, also sticking with Doctor Sleep, Fandango, the good people, have decided that they're going to release the movie in 400 theaters October 30th before the nationwide release. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. So sadly, none of my theaters are getting that. You definitely know mine's not. Fuck. Alright. And then, last piece of news. This one's saved for you, Mr. Fay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Anna and the Apocalypse and the Fanatic drop on Amazon Prime next month. They're dropping on Prime before they even give us a fucking hard copy. You know, it, there is a hard copy. It is in uh, red boxes right now, so you can go buy it. I can buy it now. Oh. What? Yeah. God damn it, Fred Durst. I told through... Fred Durst to let me know when I can buy Yeah, you gotta buy it through copy. the red boxes, though. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. Oh, yeah, because you, you have the option to buy it through red box. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want that. I want an actual case. I don't want the weird little fucking case that you put in, in the vending machine. <laughs> I want an actual case with special features of Fred Durst explaining why this was a good idea. <laughs> don't you? I, I love the movie, but I could, yeah, it's not the greatest. <laughs> I was saying, is it going to be one of your picks? Like, a, a, like year end? When, when it, um, like for us to review, because I believe they said it's the twentieth. So then hell fucking yeah, it's going to be one of my picks. Movies about me, apparently. Yeah, it is your life story, dickhead. Even even more people outside of the, of the outsiders of horror. I've gotten messages. Dude, that's straight up you. I'm like, no, it's not me. It's not. <laughs> it is you. It's it is you. Exactly. God damn it. Right. Is that all you have for news, Brian? That, that is it for news. Hey, I got a couple of news. Well, I've got a news update, All right, but I'll let you go first, Faye. Okay, I got a couple of news. Well, uh, one news is brought to my attention from our uh, longtime follower since day one, our buddy Neil, good old cinematic experience. He listened to uh, last week's episode, and I made the thing of, uh, I watched uh, Hotel Transylvania 1 through 3, and I said, hopefully they don't do a fourth one. Well, guess what was announced? They're doing a fourth Hotel Transylvania. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, um, what, it was like 2021 or something like that? Yeah, they don't have, I was like, oh, fuck. But good looking out there, Neil. Thank you for letting me know that there's a movie that's coming up that I, that doesn't even be made, but I'm going to watch because it's Hotel Transylvania, and I'm going to watch it. And then the second piece of news is because obviously I'm all over Ice Nine Kills Nuts. Uh-huh. I fucking love that band, and it's horror-related, and uh, they ha- they dropped a new single called uh, your numbers up which is about the movie scream, scream. and it's all leading up to their uh, new uh the final the silver cut scream the final cut that comes out on the 25th which and you can they, buy on their website yeah and they have an awesome package that you can buy for this whole thing i, I took a screenshot so i made sure i got it all right <laughs> They have so many bundles, but like the main bundle I want to get is like a, you get a T-shirt, you get a poster, you get a Final Cut pin pack, you, you get a, a DVD CD combo that comes in a, a VHS 
slip cover. So you get a VHS cover that this package comes into. Uh, one of them is the track with all 19 tracks. So the original album only has 13. And now we're going to have 19 with this new release, which is going to be acoustic versions of the music, a uh, couple of new ones, and there's going to be a cover of Michael Jackson's Thriller on there, which I cannot fucking wait for that. And then uh, there's going to be a DVD to where you get um, a feature-length film of all their music videos cut together because the way they've been doing their music videos for this, it's like one big film. And now it's getting cut together as an actual feature-length film with audio commentary from Spencer the lead singer of Ice Nine Kills and the director of the movie slash multiple music videos. He was playing it at uh, Rock and Chuck. Was he was he playing it at like the speakers in their tent and stuff? Uh, no, he just had it going on the laptop. Nice. But yeah, I, and yeah. so that was my second part of the news. I wanted to plug a good old Ice Nine Kills there. Spencer's it. a very cool guy. So. But yeah, check out Ice Nine Kills, goddammit. It's a very, yeah, it's a horror-based band, and yeah, it, you'll love it. And I love the new song, uh, "Your Numbers Up," based off of Scream. I think it's great. It's very catchy. So yeah, there you go. There's my bits. There you go, Farmer. Now you can chime in with uh, your shit. <laughs> All right, I only have one uh, piece of news. Uh, per the Hollywood Reporter, as of three hours ago, Columbia Pictures has signed a deal with Sam Raimi to direct a horror movie. <laughs> And it sounded like you're about to be like with and then a horror movie. No, but yeah, yeah it's no, it's no, with I... the writers of Freddy versus Jason. So mm-hmm. and then they also just announced that, you know, the fucking Evil Dead. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he's gonna direct the brand new Evil Dead. Who knows? Um well that'd be a big swerve. Uh, I mean even uh, Bruce it says that, that uh, the, the plot de- Bruce... the plot details are under wraps, but for now the film is being described as misery meets castaway. Yeah. String, you know you wanted to just say the word actually. You know you just <laughs> No, I was I was gonna say Bruce said at uh Rock and Chuck that he actually damn it. Uh, he, <laughs> what was that? He he brought up Evil Dead because he was asked about it. And he said that um they, they um it's a director that Raimi hand chose to uh direct it and then they got a writing crew that they're working with for it so so from the sounds of it it's going to be a whole brand new film like it's not going to be a sequel to the franchise already i'm down boo whore i'm down with it i'll check it out and as you just heard there people this friday october 25th live stream there's a drinking game every time string says actually you have to fucking drink Hey, I, I think you need to tell the people at home all the all the uh, all the rules for the game. All the rules. All right, let, let me let me pull them up here. I think people are going to get drunk off Faye more than they are me. They're going to get drunk off of me and Gizmo for sure. So <laughs> the rules are: take a drink slash shot, depending on how hardcore you are. Don't get too hardcore though, because you're going to have to drink a lot with these rules apparently. Uh, every time I get up to take a piss, which I'm about to do in like 37 seconds. Um, Every time Chrissy says, do what? Do what? Or, or any form of that. If she goes, what? That counts, too. That's fine. Uh, every time a string says, actually, he doesn't realize. He actually doesn't realize how much he says, actually. And he's about to learn real fast by how drunk everybody gets from that. Anytime Farmer says, cunt, legit, or 100%. 
And those of you listen know how much he doesn't realize how much he says legit and 100%. He realizes how much he says cunt. He doesn't realize how much he says legit and 100%, though. Cunt. <laughs> he says both of them. Uh, anytime we mention Nightmare Toys, uh, anytime my dog Gizmo appears on the screen, and then you have to chug your drink if I puke during the uh, gutting of the pumpkin. Which will happen. See, and th- this, is, this is the deal about this, right? Everyone that's on this live stream has to obey by the drinking game. So if this shit happens, everybody has to drink. So there's none of this like half the crew fucking does it. It's everybody does it. So yeah, everybody on the show is going to follow the rules. Feel free to follow along. We we know several people that are like, okay, we're going to play the game. We're going to be drunk, but we're going to play the game. Like, yeah, you you, you should because it's do what those rules right there are just. <laughs> We're going to learn how often String says, actually, how often Farmer says cunt, legit, 100%. Like, he can tell Krista she's 100% a cunt, legit. <laughs> and there's and three drinks right there. And then you chug right that there. fucking beer. 100% of the time, 60% of the time. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah. And that's where String goes, actually, she's only a cunt 60% of the time. <laughs> so, I mean, Faye, I, I have to know. I have to know the people at home have to know. How many how many cases are you getting for this event? Oh, my God. Not a 12-pack. It's going to be a very rough weekend, because the next night I have my Halloween party. And it's going to be a struggle to wake up. But, I mean, I'm I'm full-fledged for the live stream. I am going to follow the rules along with just me drinking the beer because I love the taste of it. And those rules, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're dangerous. So uh, if you're going to follow along the rules, don't do uh, shots, I would say. I know it says take a drink slash shot. Don't do shots because I don't want you to die. No Jaeger. Uh, if you're doing, like, whiskey drinks, like even mixed drinks, be careful because <laughs> – it's gonna it's it's gonna be a rough night and it's gonna be a long night. We're doing this stream for a while, so it's it's four gonna, hours. Is that is that what it is or at, at least because because like, hour along the second movie is all right. So up to, one movie into uh, two movies one hundred percent. Fuck two movies for <laughs> <laughs> see. <laughs> Okay, so it's uh, it's two movies for sure. Two movies will equal four hours because you have all the talk with Joe Bob in between. So every time he does a movie, even if it's an hour and a half long, when you have all the Joe Bob talk, it ends up being about two hours every time. And you got to be in the fucking room to win these fucking prizes. Don't be the cunt that fuck. God damn it! Don't be the person that fucking goes in there and just fucking comments and then bounces back forty minutes later, be like, "Oh, did I win?" You fucking oh, yeah. bitch. No, that's act. Damn it. <laughs> Actually, see? Oh my god, it's that—that is one of the rules. In order to win the prizes, you have to be in the fucking room when we call your name. Because if you're not, it goes to the next person. And I have to take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God we're not drinking tonight, right? Oh wait, we are. Yep. It's gonna be a bad night next week. All right, moving on. Should we have a reason watches? By our good friends. VHS PS. Oh, if you're looking for a rare title and you can't find it anywhere, maybe it was on VHS, but now it's out of print and you need a place to go, but you can't find it. You don't want to pay $60 for a fucking VHS copy or a burnt DVD. Well, you can check our friends out at VHS PS. Contact Sean. Tell him that we sent you. Check out the website. He has over 100,000 movies. Thank you. 
<laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, now we can breathe. <laughs> I, I, I will go first. That way, Bay misses it. All right. First movie, Adam's Family. Fucking awful. The animated one. The animated one. The new one. It, it was, sucks. You said it sucks. Sucks so much. I saw it for four. My friend did the score. <laughs> I will give it that. That, that that's it the movie itself was pointless it, it's all about hey they moved to a new town the people that are living in the town below them try to get them to move that that's literally the movie and yet it got it has a sequel coming somehow oh, so jesus no all right second movie just because the fucker is still gone jay and silent bob reboot fucking hilarious I want oh, to see that. Saw it? Yeah, we we had our screening uh, Tuesday night. We went on and got the free poster with it. It was hilarious. So if you are a Kevin Smith fan of any of his movies, definitely go check it out because he throws in everything from the past movies into this one, like literally everything. Yeah, I'm glad I'm back because you were just talking Kevin Smith. I'm guessing you were talking about recent watches and you watched James Bond Bob reboot. That's right. I am so jealous of that because it's probably gonna be another fucking year till I get to see it. So, god damn it! But it I'm, is... but I'm glad that you're saying that it is, and that's kind of the general consensus of this new movie. Everybody's it's, loving the shit out of it. Like he doesn't hold. He makes fun of his heart attack in it. Um, he right. makes fun of Jason Mewes being a dad in it. Well, uh, the starting of the filming of this one was the one-year anniversary of his near-fatal heart attack. So he gave this big emotional speech, and he's like, let's make a badass movie for the fans. And it sounds like that's exactly what they did. So I cannot wait to see it. I am so stoked to watch that movie. So here's hoping another Jane Silent Bob movie happens. Um, I know Clerks 3 is next for him. Yeah. And I'm very so, proud of Kevin Smith because he's done the vegan route just to be healthy. He hates it because he hates vegetables and all that shit. He but he's doing breakfast. it. Funny that in the movie. But he's doing it because he wants to live on. Nice. Oh, man, I can't fucking wait. Uh, third movie, just because it is Halloween. Um, I believe Faye watched it last week on his picks. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. A fucking movie. A classic. Like every Halloween, you got to watch it. Like it's a must. I don't know why that's not talked about when people talk about what they watch in like the Halloween season. That should always be a must for everybody. It, it is, yeah, it has to be a must. Like you have that, and then you have um, the Christmas one. That is a must. Yeah, I mean, you have to go to jail and goes to camp, but you can kind of watch whenever. Um, I still love Slam Dunk Ernest. Nobody remembers that one. Nobody remembers that one. The first one was Ernest Goes to Camp. That was the one that introduced me to Ernest. Thanks for my grandpa. Ernest Goes to Jail. I remember that one. Ernest Goes to Jail was good because he had the villain Ernest. Yeah, Ernest Goes to Jail was the first one I saw of all of them. Camp was my first one. But Ernest Scared Stupid is my favorite one, though. Yeah, it's Scared Stupid and then uh, Saves Christmas. (laughs) So Saves Christmas is on your uh, Christmas list every year? Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. nice. I like to hear that. <laughs> and um, the last one I got, which I haven't seen in a while, and I didn't realize how long it actually... Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so now you're catching it yourself. Yep. Both of you. <laughs> um, 
The last one I watched, uh, Satan's Little Helper. A lot of people love that. I don't. I didn't think Satan's Little Helper was a good movie at all. Like, I think it's okay. The time link, though, could have been trimmed down a lot. Like, just watching it last night, I'm like, oh my god, this is like almost two hours. Why? <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we met the director at Wasteland in the spring this year. Um, and he was really cool. Um, but the, the movie itself could have definitely been polished up a little bit more. So, but I figured for it being the first time in maybe uh, five years, five, six years, um, decided to watch something different for Halloween. Uh, we, we did watch Halloween Town 1 and 2 because Liz wanted to watch them. So, that those are her must watches for every Halloween. You know, the very first time I watched Halloween Town was actually just last year. That was that one that I grew up on, and I finally watched it last year. And I can see why it has a cold falling, but it's I'm Hocus Pocus over Halloween Town all day, every day. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is always. Which why, 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 why we never got a Hocus Pocus 2, I don't know. But. I don't know. What, That's watch, what they need to do. I was like, watch it be one of the movies that they put on the network. Because they kept saying how they were going to do a second one. True. So how, would, this, how this weird would plus, it be that they just silently threw it on the network without any marketing. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> Can't wait. Alright, Chris the Good. <laughs> Shit on my parade. Oh. Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, damn. Um. Well, I, I think leading up to the release of Three from Hell, I binge-watched a bunch of fucking Rob Zombie movies. Uh, Devil's Rejects, House of Thousand Corpses, that's what I did. I wanted to remember Sid Haig. Mentioned that before. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And I've been watching a lot of like shows that I needed to catch up on. Uh, definitely American Horror Story. Caught up on that. And yes, I fucking caught up on fucking Creep Show. God damn it. Don't fucking give me a bunch of shit, Faye. Save that for later. <laughs> yeah, save that for later. Okay, and I've been watching the fucking Wu-Tang Clan fucking series that's on fucking Hulu because fuck <laughs> Enter yeah. Enter the Wu, bitch. Yes, Wu-Tang you is look supposed you to... 90s gangster whore. <laughs> You're a fucking 90s gangster whore, you fucking son of a bitch. Hey, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, all right, bitch? Of course. <laughs> Wu-Tang's for the children. So fuck off. Do it for the kids. Yeah. Anyway, so that is my recent watches. Just been catching up on those shows, and yeah, I'll save all my creep so yeah creep show bullshit for later. Mm-hmm. All right, Faye. All right. Well, I mean, I figured this this week would have been a good time to binge watch the the Halloween franchise, specifically the Michael Myers franchise. I binge watched shit out of that. Literally did all of them, including Rob Zombies. Uh, then I watched uh, Three from Hell. I watched it last night. What are your thoughts on it? Because I haven't watched it yet. I bought it, but I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it yet? Okay. I ha- I have very mixed, very high ups and very high downs for Rob Zombie, period. So this is kind of my proposal to the outside industry. We need to do a future Rob Zombie episode just because he's so polarizing in the horror community. But with uh, Three from Hell, I enjoyed it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, they're, they're, it's not his best, 
But it's definitely yeah. better than Lords of Salem. I fucking hate that movie. But this was really good, and it's and it's kind of is it reminded me that I do enjoy this Firefly family. I do enjoy House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, and now Three from Hell. I love all three of them. They're all good. My favorite one is House of Thousand Corpses, just because it is that straight up horror film. You like the gritty horror. Yeah, I like that gritty horror with the bright colors and shit like that that he did for that. I think Devil's Rejects is his like masterpiece. I think. I think it's is my favorite of his. It's. I think it's. Yeah. It's. I think it's. It's a beautiful fucking movie, and I. I think people. Too many people shit on Devil's Rejects. Uh, Three from Hell. Was it necessary? No, but it was also cool to see the Firefly family again. I love what they did with Baby. She is completely insane in this one now. Like what? Like we thought she was over the top and rejects and corpses. She is a complete nutball in this one. Um, Otis kind of goes a little soft in this one. Otis was kind of a bitch in this one. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Was it, what they, they said it was pretty much uh, break. That was like the hardcore one. Break was a the great hard-ass? addition. Yeah, because I mean they're they're filling in for Sid Haig, obviously. Obviously, when they filmed this, they knew that he, he was unhealthy when they filmed this. And that's why I'm not going to do any spoilers. But the, the way they wrote him off is the way they wrote him off because they just knew that Sid Egg was not going to be available in the future. Rest in peace. But adding Richard Brake as the three from hell, it, it, it's a perfect fit. The, the, it was a perfect fit. And I definitely I do recommend watching through from hell at least one time. It's, right. If you liked either House of Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects. You need to watch Three from Hell. All right, just two. I got it from Walmart because I really wanted that disco suck shirt that they packaged. Yeah, I'm seeing everybody is buying it, and mine didn't have it, so I just got in um, the 4K, (laughs) which was actually really cheap for it being a new release. All right, cheaper than the one where you get with the disco suck shirt. (laughs) They they didn't even have a tag for it. Um, They don't even have a size for it. Yeah, not sure, but yeah, no. So I think it was seventeen bucks for four K, and then it was yeah, like people are paying over twenty bucks for the Disco Sucks combo pack. Yeah, so I don't know. I got that and uh, Anna, which I haven't watched yet either. But yeah, that was really my only reason to watch, except for binge watching the shit out of the Halloween franchise. I I did rent Three from Hell last night, and I and I was expected to be disappointed, and I wasn't. I was pleasantly surprised with it. So, well, there you go. Save your Halloween thoughts for later. <laughs> I will. I will. All right, Farber. I watched uh, Body Bags for the very first time. Ooh. Very first time. <laughs> very first time. I didn't even know what the fuck it was, and uh, it was recommend. It was recommended to me, and then uh, I saw it on Shutter, and I was like, Body Bags. Got to see what the fuck this is about. So I'm watching it. I'm watching. It. We're in this. We're in the gas station. That like part of it. And then I see the, this smooth rocking motherfucker that walks up. And then I'm like, holy shit, that's David fucking Naughton from American Werewolf in London and from Wiki Nightmare, circa 2018, the movie that I directed him in. So I was like, whoa, everything <laughs> comes full circle. So <laughs> and there's a plug on Farmer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I uh, I thought it was cool having like a West come in with this fucking cameo and shit. I was like, oh, this is this. It made my fucking cold dead heart come alive for about three seconds. The cast and cameo of Body Bags is worth the watch alone. Just seeing all the familiar faces and stuff like that in it is worth the watch right there. And then it's yeah, it's no, pretty good, I think. I mean, did you like Body Bags? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't I didn't dislike it one fucking film? bit. I thought it was a good movie. Nice. Yeah, and that's that's hard for me to admit. So you know, I, you know, I mean it. <laughs> All right. As much as you want to shit on it, you can't. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, what else sure did I watch? Farmer, I, farmer, I'm pretty sure that you get bored if you talk highly of a movie. That's boring to you. Your favorite thing is to shit on a movie. So you look for these bad movies just so you can shit all of them. You look for the bad movies that people love. Just so you can shit all over him. I mean, I'm not. You're kind of of like Daryl Hook a little bit. Listen, listen, Joe. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Howdy, folks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking face house of horror over here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it's because I I, I feel like I haven't been like, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't seen a lot of like older horror movies right so i haven't seen a lot of shit like in the 80s aside from like the main commercial films so, like when i get put on to these new films that i've never even fucking heard of and i watch them um i mean i'm going into it blind because that's how i like to do it i don't like to watch trailers to learn anything about it so i'll just kind of just put it on and see if i like it then if i absolutely fucking hate it like slumber party dumpster fire then i'm just gonna <laughs> fucking rip it i'm gonna go on my rampage and i'm gonna fucking ass fuck the movie <laughs> That's that's the best way to do it too. That's my favorite thing is when I hear about an older movie that I've never seen or really even know nothing about, especially when I get a reaction. Oh, you never seen this? You gotta check it out. I do not watch any trailers or anything. It's best to go in completely blind, not knowing what the fuck's going on, and then you can have your own opinion on it. And then you can tell it it sucks. And then yeah, and then you can shit all over. You can it shit all over it, yeah. I mean, it puts the lotion on the skin. You know what I mean? Hit the hose again. So then, uh, aside from that, then I watched all the Halloween films. I watched all of them. So Jesus, me too. Yep, me too. Any 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 moment I had this week, I was watching one of the ten Halloween films in my Blu-ray set. That and uh, part six, I have the part six producer's cut. So when it comes to that in the Blu-ray set, I skip that and I put in the producer's cut of part six. And yeah, you're and I, and part six in the Blu-ray. Uh, not the box, right? Cut. Not the, and yeah, you know what else I watched? Cut. I have the separate producer's cut. What? I watched Creep Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this just, oh, here comes Farmer with the segue. Creep Show. <laughs> does uh does anybody offhand know the uh the name of the uh the, the episodes that we had? Companion and Lydia Lane's better half. Well, since you were on point, let, tell us what you thought, what you actually thought. Alright, well first we're going to go back to last week's because I actually had a chance to sit down, watch it and it was honestly the first episode where I liked both stories. Yeah, exactly what I said. I I loved the the first story where it was the revenge story where you think the kids trick-or-treating are the ones that are the bullies until you see the backstory and find out that they were the ones that were bullied and they just want revenge on the kids that killed them. Um, 
It's a and great build up, but a shitty ending in my opinion. Great build. <laughs> I didn't mind the ending. Like you, you knew like once they got their you know revenge, they were gonna move on. So. But the build was like the kids are gonna be something totally different than what they actually are. No, you, you can kind of tell that like something was gonna happen. Well, yeah, I wanted something better. <laughs> well, beggars can't be choosers, they. Well, I, yeah, I know, because I beg all the time. I don't get shit. <laughs> uh, stop begging, then. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second story with the whole uh, reimagining of the genie in the bottle, which was fucking great. Um, I, I love how... Love that they one. Ch- they changed the tropes to where after the kids made their third wish, the genie put them in the bags to switch roles. Well, I, I thought that was great. Which See, I, I think I, that I like story that. would be a great feature-length film. I want that yeah. as, as a feature. I, I like that he saved the one kid that they tried to kill, whacking them with the wrench. Mm-hmm. Um, how he wakes up in the hospital and he sees the note on the flower saying, if you need anything, call me. Um, because the kid wasn't a douche like the other two. Like He promised he would let the genie go. And when he was going to, they went and attacked him. So, it, so far that, like, really, what, uh, three stories out of all of them that I've liked of the three episodes. So, swing now 50%. This, but now leading into this new Leading to this one, huh? I hated both. Exactly. Thank you. Good. String, we finally agree on something. This so, week was a piece of shit. So <laughs> you have Companion. Suck. Yeah, you had Companion, which was the Scarecrow story, which... Yes. Let's, let's be real. It was fucking scary stories. They fucking ripped off scary stories. They did. The kid's name was fucking Harold. Hello. It was trash. I did not like this week at like, all. It was, like, I, I, I will give it the effects that that was it for the first story like the the whole scarecrow effects that was really cool but in the way of the plot and the build-up and everything complete trash it was just bullshit it was just rip off of another fucking you know series i feel like it was it was it, it was a complete rip off of scary stories and then you had lydia's better half which was fucking slow boring was it like a slow burn because i feel like it was kind of like a slow burn i didn't care for it i don't think it was a slow burn i think it was just fucking boring yeah (laughs) i I didn't care about any of the characters like oh she killed the bitch who cares i didn't i didn't care for this like last series was great this one i'm like why did i waste my time so hopefully maybe the next episodes will be better i feel like it will i feel like next week's is going to be the one with david arquette yeah, I'll watch well, that one. This, this slow burn, like you said, it wasn't a slow burn because slow burns lead up to something good. This slow burn yeah. did not lead up to shit. Yeah. No, it was just pure trash. There was no yeah. slow burn because it did not burn up to anything good. You know, okay. this yeah. week sucked. Yeah, Trisha <laughs> Helford, you know, she was the rich bitch and, and she killed her assistant or whoever the fuck she was. I didn't care. And then she tried to get rid of the body and then the body ends up attacking her in the elevator. What did he do? That was kind of fucking lame. I'm, I didn't care for it. Well, but did, Farmer, did you watch the new one? <laughs> All right. So, um, I loved last week's, and I didn't really give two shits about this week. 
that's kind of the general consensus. This week sucked bad. I liked pretty much all of them except for this week. So this week kind of like this week definitely fell flat. I don't know. I, maybe it was like the name, like the name, like the face recognition in this fight in like the fucking episodes, but it just didn't seem up to par with what we've been getting so far. This one was right. a dud. It was a dumpster fire of an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And, and like, yeah, the familiar faces type thing. We didn't really have any familiar faces this week either. Or, I mean, right. Yeah. Well, Trisha from the second one. Right. But I mean, that's nothing but to you, fucking you, hype up about or anything. Yeah. Like, you, you would have had to know, like, the Battlestar Galactica. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair's beats. <laughs> you know what? I'm a Battlestar Galactica fan, too. Um, Long live Dwight. <laughs> um, so yeah, so of what the eight episodes we've got now, at least for me, the best is still um, the Dollhouse with the head. I'm still a fan of the finger. <laughs> well, that's the I think you are a fan of the finger. Sounds, yeah, I'm still a fan um, of the finger. DJ no. question in that episode. I love that. No, for me, it's the Dollhouse and then the Genie episode. Yeah, I like the Genie and the Dollhouse one. Let's see, we have. What two episodes left? Uh, yeah, two episodes. So we'll have four stories left because it ends on Halloween. Overall, I'm not like overwhelmed with it. Like, it, no, it, it's been a cool like first time watch, but yeah, I've... I had such high hopes for it, and the actual payoff has kind of been like, nah. Yeah, like like yeah, like I said, it's been a cool like one time watch, but then after that, I, I'm. I'm not going to look forward to, like, the Blu-ray basket set or whatever the fuck they're going to do. Basket set? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said basket set, but... What the fuck is a basket set? I don't know. I don't even know what I was looking for there. I was in a fucking box Easter set. basket. <laughs> the box set. The box set. Okay. Yeah. Drink, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> drink, drink. No. So, I, I think, honestly, a, should they do a season two... Nicotero yeah. cannot be the showrunner because after no. watching this season so far, it's shown that he cannot do Creep Show and Walking Dead at the same time. Right. Like, I understand why they try to give him this show because he is a name and let's give him something to try to, like, be proud of or whatever. But he's a visual effects artist and that's it. He shouldn't be running a show, is my overall opinion. I don't mind him directing episodes because um, he, he did do good with. The finger that was his episode, right? That he directed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He 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 did good directing that. Um, but the whole show as itself, he cannot be a showrunner. I mean, do I? Okay, I welcome a second season, just because I hope they can. I think they'll give it a second season. Um, give it a better better shot. I mean, we should hope for a second season. We yeah. gotta keep fucking. You know, we gotta keep the these horror TV show anthology shits alive, man. Yeah. Keep it going. So I, I think it's fine at the six episodes. Um, I think they need to start it earlier, though. Because at this point, Walking Dead has already started. People probably aren't watching it. The beat the dead horse that is Walking Dead. Are people dead. even watching Talk Walking, Walking dead. dead? Yeah, people are still watching Walking Dead. All three series of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That show needs to end. That show should have already ended. Just kill it. Just they make too much money off it. They're never going to kill it. I know. I understand the whole fucking corporate aspect of it, but Jesus. Which, funny enough, they actually make fun of that and Jane Sambop. <laughs> yes! 
Long live Kevin Smith. I love that dude. He's my idol. He's my hero. I want him to be my husband. You would totally go gay for Kevin Smith. An idol. Hell yeah, man. Now he's all skinny and sexy. Look at that dude. <laughs> and if you're going to be at Wicked Weekend, make sure you come by and buy me a t-shirt from me. Because I just bought seven t-shirts. So make sure you come by and buy an Outsiders of Horror t-shirt. <laughs> if you send it to me, I'll sign it. <laughs> and he'll send you an empty beer can with it. Yeah. We don't know what's inside of it. Not no, I'll, I'll send you a used piss jug. <laughs> he'll sign it too. <laughs> yeah, I'll sign it. I'll personalize it. <laughs> <laughs> to Emily. <laughs> Love Andrew Gay. That's not my name, asshole. That's not my name. That's not my name. <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I know we just did recent watches, but what are you all listening to? Don't ask me that question. I already you already it. said it, right, Faye? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not listening to the horse quite fine. <laughs> I meant music. Uh, oh, right God. now, I am rocking Ice Nine Kills. Oh, boy. Hey, boy. hey, what'd you think of the new song? Your number's up. Uh, I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm quite interested to see what they pull off for their concert here. Oh, man. This final cut. <laughs> I don't need to take my pants off for this fucking <laughs> release. Ugh. I'm so excited for it. The 25th is going to be an amazing fucking day. We have the release of that. We have our live stream. There's going to be that small window to where I have to gut the pumpkin. That's going to be complete misery for me. But other than that, that day is going to be amazing. There's going to be the window because I, I, I have to work that day. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go yell at some teenagers. Uh, I'll come home, I'll listen to the final cut, we'll do the live stream, at whatever time period during the live stream we start gutting pumpkins, that's going to be misery for me, but you know what, it's going to be a mixed bag of emotions, but I can't wait for the 25th, and I hope you guys that are listening, guys and girls that are listening, I hope you can't wait either, it's going to be an awesome fucking time, and I'm going to die, it's going to be awesome. Back to you, Brian. I'll just say Brian because there's two of them. Back to you, Brian. Brian's. <laughs> Besides Ice Nine Kill, what else are you listening to? Is that it? <laughs> uh, I listen to I Prevail. They're good stuff, too. <sighs> Anyways, what are you listening to, Farmer? Since you started this whole, what are you listening to these days? I mean, a dial tone, a deadly ring, so far away from everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, at the moment, I'm actually listening to that song right now. Are you? Yeah. Oh man, I love a uh, knife yeah, in you brings the life in me. Oh, that's such great fucking. Movie. Hey, this is how proud of you I am, cause you talked it to him. He asked me if they were any good. I played them the music. He's like, "Holy shit, they're actually good." <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Thought they were gonna suck balls. Yeah, nope. It's so funny. All right, I just finished the song. It's a pretty, pretty damn fine song. I dig it. Um, aside from that, what am I listening to? I'm listening to uh, The Misfits. Uh, that's usually who I listen to every every day. And now Newfound Glory <laughs> because I love pop punk and I'm a bitch. So. Any certain <laughs> Misfit songs in particular that you're listening to? Um, I love Attitude. 
that's that's my that's my jam ski. Hey, we talked misfits last week. Graves Digging over Danzig. Graves over Danzig. Christ, fuck Danzig. Danzig's a piece of shit. Tell your string not to walk my way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a great episode to end <laughs> We only get better with age, right? <laughs> we're only 30 episodes in. Just imagine we're like 130 episodes in. How awful we're fucking going to be. Oh, yeah. In a good well, maybe way. we would be disbanded. <laughs> disbanded. Eat a dick, that strange show. And that's a serious one. Usually I'm just joking around like, Daryl, we joke around with them, you fucking asshole. I'm not joking around with Daryl. Fuck you, Daryl. Yeah, I kind (laughs) of think that's real. Joe, it's nothing but love. Joe, yes, we actually love. Yeah. Ed Strange Strange Show, just from because of the weekend, I will say Angel, really cool dude. The other guy, yeah, he could go suck a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) And like an old bag of dicks. You even got a string saying suck a bag of dicks. And he's the one that tries to be friendly. (laughs) <laughs> but he's even telling you. Nah, the fact yeah. is, you know, first time meeting, and you want to come at us and start, you know, talking shit from the get-go, it's on. You know, it's Angel, he, he was cool. He introduced himself. You know, we talked for, uh, what, a half-hour farmer with him? He is a great guy. I love that dude. He's a very nice guy. And, and we have nothing but respect for him because he was cool with us the entire weekend. The other guy, fuck him. <laughs> Joe. Damn. Joe needs to watch his drinking, because he was smelling uh, pretty ripe. Oh, well, hell yeah, Joe. Drink up, baby. <laughs> drink it up. Yeah. Shut, 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 shut. Yeah, no. Joe, I, mean, since, since I need to go on a tangent. Fuck you, Daryl Hook. Fuck you, John Tilly. Fuck you, Guillotine <laughs> Podcast, bitches. <laughs> Fuck all y'all hoes. <laughs> Fuck off, Farmer, you fucking mick cunt. Come on, you gotta switch him up. You can't just keep calling him a McCunt. Because he's a fucking Mick. I mean, I ran out of potato jokes like a long time ago, okay? You're like the fucking, you're like the greatest pumpkin from Charlie Brown. (laughs) The pumpkin king. And the pumpkin king is her ass. No, yeah, the fucking pumpkin king. (laughs) Not even her head is like the fucking pumpkin pumpkin pumpkin. king. He's got a big ass head. (laughs) You got a bigger head than I do. Shut the fuck up. Chris is like, I, my ass, the pumpkin king. <laughs> Why are you obsessed with people's asses looking like pumpkins? But yet you fucking harf so hard. No, I just compare your ass. Yeah, good one. He just wants to terrifying. shove his baby stem in a pumpkin. All right, that's that's what he wants to do. <laughs> my baby stem. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like stem cell research. No, like a pumpkin stem. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Moving on. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> guess we'll just fucking get into Halloween. Right? Uh, that's what this episode is about. Happy, happy. So, we, we all have those traditions, you know, whether it be haunted houses, um, in the case of farmers, still trick-or-treating because he's about the size of an 8th grader. So, what, what are some of your guys' traditions? So, like, for, for me, I do haunted houses, um, we'll, we'll carve, carve pumpkins or buy new decorations that we don't need, but we fucking do it anyways. Um, like every year, those little village houses, we end up buying like three or four of them. 
So, so what are some of your guys' traditions that you do? Well, I think a favorite tradition of mine that needs to continue on is kids trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. Like when I was growing up, it was a traffic jam of nothing but kids up and down every street, no matter if it was the poor neighborhood or the rich neighborhood. You had a huge traffic jam. Now you can barely find kids trick-or-treating. I wish there was a way to reignite the kids to really get excited to go out and trick-or-treating no matter what neighborhood they're in. But no, I love the whole trick-or-treating aspect of it. I I, I think that's a dying thing, and I and I wish that it wasn't. Uh, another favorite tradition of mine as an adult is uh, it gives all women an excuse to be a slut. <laughs> like even the the Miss Perfect cookie cutter bitches, I mean, excuse me, ladies, uh, they give them an excuse to uh, dress slutty because it's Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween. I'm allowed to show a bosom or two. Yeah, I said you, bosom. You know what? Hold on. It is 2019. If they want to dress up like a slut, let them do it all year long. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, okay, well, they can do it all year long, but this is the one time of year to where they yeah, this is the one time of year where they can uh, cat ears. Yeah, they should just be wearing cat ears and cat ears only. Pasties, <laughs> two band-aids, and a fucking cork. I don't know. Let, let the ladies be if they want to be slutty. I don't fucking be slutty. I'm in full costume. I'm going to be Lydia this year because my whole fucking house is decorated like fucking Beetlejuice and I am that fucking house on that block where everybody wants to come to my fucking house. I say I live in that weird white trash neighborhood to where nobody walks down so I buy full size candy bars because I only get like six to ten trick-or-treaters every year. And you're the so living I'll... legend, Faye. Living legend of this shitty ass neighborhood. <laughs> but know. that's good though. Yeah, because I know I'm not going to get many, so it's not that expensive. We just got to buy the full-size candy bars, give it to the six kids that come through, go back in, watch me some trick-or-treat, get drunk, go night-night. That's my Halloween tradition now, on actual Halloween night. Yeah, you know, I honestly miss the trick-or-treating days. Like, it used to be jam-packed here as well. Um, but notice, depending on the neighborhood you're in, like, they're, they're just not around. Um no. I don't mean to cut you off, but a big fuck you to the states that are making it illegal for kids over the age of 12 to trick-or-treat. Fuck Wait, you. Is that an actual thing? Yeah, that is a real thing, and it's happening on multiple states now. Oh, shit. Where if you're over the age of 12, it's illegal for you to trick-or-treat. So what are kids from the age of 13 to, like, even 21, what are they supposed to do in the Halloween season? They're too old to trick-or-treat. They're too young to legally party. What the fuck uh, are they well, supposed to tw- do? Like, you're actually 21 trick-or-treating still? Well, okay, 13 to 18. What are those kids supposed to do between the ages of 13 and 18? Well, most of the time, they're having their own parties. Okay, what about when you're 13, 14, 15? Not everybody hung out with the cool kids to where they got to go to the party. So, when you're 13, 14, 15, what are you going to do on Halloween? You're too old to trick-or-treat, especially in those piece-of-shit states. I don't know. I can't say for everyone. Me, personally, I went to the movies. Like... There, there was always some horror film out that I could see. So, I would think from like 13 to 15, that's around the time I got to know like the R-rated horror movies. I'm like, it's Halloween. I'm gonna watch these horror, like these R-rated movies on those. Because they're always on AMC or USA or whatever syndicated. Right. And then I found out that they were cut. So then I'll find a way to find the uncut version. <laughs> you guys were just fucking lame because I filled up fucking gas tanks with fucking uh, whipped cream and threw toilet paper like all the other normal people do. 
Oh, and you that's were like ice goes. from Hocus Pocus. You were that piece of shit ice. Right? <laughs> yeah, I Sam guess, but I never shit. shaved that shit in the back of my head. I threw shit. Yes, yeah, it was a delinquent. She, she probably has a tattooed on her. No, I don't have a tattooed Captain Smartass. Um, Captain Smartass. Yeah, dick skin. <laughs> hey, it's Captain. It's Captain Dickskin. No, but yes, I was I was a little fucking I broke I would break shit, whatever was outside, because you know, I was a delinquent way back then and I regret it now and I'll never be like that. So yeah, kids don't do that. Did you just need a hug? Is that why you did it? Were you just no, feeling sad at that I, time in your life? No, I just needed some like I don't know, I needed some structure and I guess like can't getting candy was just not good for me. Doesn't Texas have like the death penalty? Were you looking for that when you were egging houses? <laughs> yeah, but that's for murder, and I didn't do that. I didn't kill anybody. I just threw toilet paper and eggs and filled up gas tanks with fucking whipped cream like an asshole. So I was just an asshole as a kid, and that was normal. You're still an asshole now. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course I'm a fucking asshole. Totes. Totes. <laughs> that should be another fucking drinking. We can't add any more rules. <laughs> it's all it's all good. What uh what are some like costumes you guys like? Who did you guys dress up as like in your younger days? The only ones I can really remember, um, I was Raphael from Ninja Turtles three. Oh. That was like elementary school, and then I had the Scream costume like when it first came out. But other than that, I really don't remember. I remember when I was like a little little kid. I was definitely I was a Ninja Turtle. I had the fucking shell and all. I was crushing it. Wow. Bitches were like, "Yo, can I get a piece of candy?" I was like, "Nah, my sister, you got to get your own." But I mean, I was crushing it as a little kid. Um, and my and the later years, I remember when is the I went as the crypt keeper one year. Wow, oh, I could see that. Yeah, same height, so yeah, it worked out. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, I went as Tommy Dreamer from ECW when I was like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Kendo stick and all. Kendo stick and all. Yep. I even like uh, painted a fucking goatee on my face. Yeah. <laughs> so my very last year of trick or treating, I was Fred Durst. What? Very last year I went trick or treating. Yeah, I had the New York Yankee backward red cap with the black shirt and the khaki fucking brown pants. <laughs> and then you started in his movie. So I mean, it came full circle. <laughs> <for you. laughs> he was he was kept going around saying he did it all for Nookie, not knowing what Nookie actually meant. <laughs> Um, I kind of actually pre-thought this because I figured this question would come up of like growing up like, okay, I grew up in the small town of Augusta, Kansas. Love that town. Amazing town. Much better town than I live in now. That whole town was nothing but love for Halloween. And I would walk away with, you, you remember back in the day, Walmart had those gigantic bags, the gigantic plastic bags that they had. I would fill those all the way up with candy easily because I would do multiple laps throughout the whole town. And they would forget that I've already been there, so I did multiple. Change costumes? No, not change costumes. It's just the pre- the people that were handing out the candy were drunk enough to forget, because <laughs> that's the kind of time. And then I was trying to remember. Okay, the order of that I can remember of my costumes. My very first costume that I can remember, I was Superman. Was my first costume. Then the Red Ranger. After the Red Ranger, was my O.J. Simpson costume. <laughs> yeah, we all know how that turned out. You're racist. I had a lot of candy yeah, that year. Oh, black face. I got a lot of candy that year because I mean, 
great time to trick or treat. And yeah, I OJ Simpson. After OJ Simpson, I was Hulk Hogan. After Hulk Hogan, I was a Dallas Cowboys fan, so that wasn't a far stretch. Um, and then after that was Fred Durst. And like those random years in between, I was forced to stay home because I had nobody to take me trick or treating because mom was afraid I was going to get killed. But every year that I get to trick or treating, the bags was filled, especially the year of O.J. Simpson. The town thought that was hilarious. Like I said, the newspaper almost put me in for that. But yeah, and then in my teenage years, I, d- I don't really remember what I did for Halloween. I didn't get too wild, obviously, otherwise I'd probably remember. But I think from 13 to 18 for me, it was just complete blank. I, I, I really think I didn't really give a fuck about Halloween in my teen years. This is Halloween. The, the weather here was always shitty, so it was either raining or snowing or something. Yeah, we had, we so, always had a lot of rain. So, and it was always cold, and at that point, I'm like, Claudia, you know, can't I, balls. <laughs> yeah. Why, why am I going to freeze to death when I could just stay at home? Because whatever candy didn't get passed out was mine, so. <laughs> but, you know, but getting that candy tasted so much sweeter because you worked for that candy. You went door to door for that candy. So then when you got home and ate it, it tasted that much better because you worked hard for that. Not just asking mom or dad to fucking bring home a bag of candy. Like, oh, I don't need trick or treat because I need a bag of candy. No, you go out and work for that shit. Because you burned some. It was kind of an early lesson. Yeah, and it was an early lesson. You need to go work out for the shit that you love. Yeah. And now here we all are grown up, and now it's the beer we're after. So. And now we're still dressing up. And you can catch us dressing up live on Facebook and YouTube on October 25th as we take in the Joe Bob special of the old Hoot Nanny. <laughs> the old Hoot Nanny. Yes, you can catch us all on, dressing up what? in costume. Live on the Outsides of Horror Facebook page and on the Andrew Fay Day YouTube channel for this first one. I'm sure it'll change in the future, but the way... It's set up now. We're doing it through my channel on YouTube and Facebook channel of Outsiders of Horror. Please tune in to Andrew Fay all day because that'll, that'll boost up my channel that's pretty much extinct now. So He does have 200 <laughs> followers, people. Yeah. He is he is YouTube famous. Yeah, more than like I back do. in like 2001 when everybody was using it. A lot of those people are followers because of Oklahoma City Thunder. So if they see me go live, they're going to tune in like thinking like this going to be like OKC shit. It's not. It's going to be a complete crazy show for them. So he's got about as much followers as the Dorkening. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. Boom. Look at String with the, with the burn. <laughs> so many dangers on this episode. I, I don't know if I should feel scared or happy. <laughs> Both. Feeling both. Yes. I feel moist. I was like, that's just the sweat coming off you. <laughs> and it's awesome because, like, even during this episode, we're, we're barely catching on when we say actually or 100% or cunt or legit and stuff like that. The people in the chat will definitely let us know when it's time to drink, they will be paying attention. And they will let us know when Shrink says actually, or when Farmer says cunt, legit, 100%. A 100% legit cunt. <laughs> it's hard. Well, actually, I'm going to 100% tell those cunts to take a double drink. So, um, with Halloween comes 
the time where we pull out all of our favorite horror films or family films, whatever bullshit. Um, me and Faye, we love our Scooby-Doo's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love our Universal Classic Monster movies. But is there like any other type of films that you guys would watch? Like, I know I'm always pulling out the old 50s, 60s movies with Vincent Price and um, like Night of the Living Dead. And... I know I will literally not watch the classics until October. I will re- mm-hmm. I will refuse to watch those movies all year long until October, just because that makes October that much more exciting for me to get to watch those classic movies like i watched the exorcist the other night i love that movie great movie still fuck creepy as fuck i watched that shining's in my top five movies of all time i still only watch it every fucking october which is weird i i feel like i should watch it in december too because it looks cold as fuck when you watch the movie <laughs> and then and then like i said on on the last episode uh, i think trick-or-treat is the quintessential movie to watch on halloween every year Amen. Fuck I don't yeah. think there's another movie that can top Trick or Treat when it comes to watching a movie on Halloween. See, Faye, I hate you so much because that whole fucking show, I'm like, oh my god, he picked all these fucking good-ass movies. I'm gonna fucking hate them! And then I just rewatched them and fell in love because it's fucking October. And <laughs> yes, I had to. And, you know, I fell in love with all of them again. And I think that's a tradition that I do play trick-or-treat and watch that because i love fucking trick-or-treat i fucking love the movie i can watch that movie every day and not get bored with it but i refuse to watch it until october it's torture for me because i love that movie but you have to watch it in october to get that feel for it yeah and that's why i don't watch it all year round just because i already know i already love the movie but when i watch in october it just feels that much better because i know it's october and it's like a stress relief you sit and watch sam fuck people up and, if, and I just, I love that fucking movie. Right. Well, I was say, as, as we know, we have a spreadsheet that I calculate everything in. Um, to date, we have reviewed uh, 56 movies. Nice. The what do you think our, What do you think our base average is of everything that we've you have a base average on it? I have a base average of all the movies we've reviewed so far. I would say between six and seven. Veggie Farmer, Farm, as you stroke off that bottle of beer. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the question again? Our base average of the 56 movies that we reviewed so far in 30 episodes. What do you think the like base average is? Um, so we have a lot of ends, we have a lot of dumpster fires, and we have everything in between. <laughs> Six and a half. I'm saying, I'm saying between six and seven is where I'm going. Krista, you want to take a guess? Because you have been a part of uh, a good part of these. A massive chunk of them, yeah. Yeah, but still, like, I wouldn't even know where to begin with because you've done a shit ton of movies. And I couldn't even tell you because I can't even remember half the shit that, like, I've argued with with fucking Faye about fucking all these other movies and fucking Farmer. I don't know. You know more about that than I do. That's what's great about the Assets of Horror is that we've all been indifferent on most movies. Yep. There's been like one or two movies out of those 56 to where we all agreed around the same number. Yep. Other than that, though, you get complete polar opposites every fucking time. All right. Well, our base average to date 
is a 6.6. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, six points. Let's go ahead and add another 6 to it. 6.66. Out of the 56 movies we have done, only four of them have gone above 9. What are those four? We have The Lost Boys with a 9.3. We have Scream with 9.7. We have Ghostbusters with 9.4. And then we have Trick or Treat with a 9.6. Yes. Ooh, yeah. That's not a bad four right there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Continue. I'm drunk. <laughs> I think we what all else are. We're all drunk. <laughs> so, but you know, we're hopping in now to the Halloweens because it's a stable this time of year. Yep. Um, Let y'all talk. I'm gonna officially write down my ranking of all ten Halloween. We're not ranking them. We're just gonna- <laughs> I, I will. I, I, I will. Right, well, I'm just. Well, fuck him. He can do what he wants. I'm just gonna ask questions because I have categories that I wrote down. I want to know what you guys thought. So, favorite sequel? I was all these subtract Halloween three because it's not part of it. Yeah, Halloween three is not a part of this conversation whatsoever. Whatsoever. Thank you. Um, fucking God. Favorite sequel for me personally, it was the producer's cut of Curse of Michael Myers, and then Halloween H two O. Yeah, that, that's... and I will here and here is my backing up for Halloween H two O. It was the first one I saw in theaters, and my grandfather took me to see it. All right, all right. So oh, we just right. in one one film here. Or go, like, so what? We do multiples if we want to. I would say if, if you have multiples, go ahead and say multiples. Like every one, I mainly have one, two categories. I have two of. So. I love four. You love four. Okay. Yeah, I, I love part four myself. I, I love four. I have four ranking the same as number one. Wow. That's a, oh, okay. Why? Any any particular reason? Um. Okay, I'll just straight up say my favorite Michael Myers Halloween film that gets a 9 out of 10 from me is <coughs> Zombies Halloween. Wow. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> say, say that again, Faye. Yeah, say it again. Rob Zombies Halloween. It gets a nine out of ten for me. I loved it. Okay. I love the whole backstory. I love. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go on record and say this, Faye. I hope you fall down a flight of stairs, break your neck, and end up in a wheelchair. Okay. Alright, Chris, so your favorite sequels before this gets any worse. Oh my god. Okay. Ah, shit. Um, I hope Brian doesn't want to push me down some fucking stairs. No, I like four, and when I was young and stupid, I liked H2O because I was a fucking dumb kid, and everybody wanted to marry fucking Josh Hartnett. That was that... his first movie. Yeah, and I like the storyline, but yes, it was, I realize it now... I'm like, eh, this wasn't the best fucking movie, but still, it was a movie. But yeah, that's it. Um, next category, hated sequel. Oh. I think it's going to be unanimous. Well, I thought Do it was going to be unanimous for all of us. <laughs> uh, for me, hands down, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. 
fuck that white horse. Not that literally, Farmer, because be... I know you gotta fuck a white horse every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, you don't want to fuck a white horse, man. Listen, that movie was in a fucking was an abortion of a film. Fuck that movie. I hate that fucking movie worse than I hate Faye right now. <laughs> I hate that movie on the same level of my hatred for Daryl Hook. Oh, fuck dude. that movie. <laughs> yeah, I not like the sequel to that. I, I agree. I mean, like, I, I officially have my rankings, and I give Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 a dumpster fire out of 10. And that's my only dumpster fire in the whole Michael Myers franchise. Is Hallow- Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. <clears throat> so yeah, I agree with you. Halloween no. 2 from Rob Zombie so for, is for the For all work. of us, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is trash. I know Krista and Faye, you were talking shit on the original Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. Faye just smirking. <laughs> I do, I, I, I'll just go ahead and run through real quick. Yep, all right, Faye, just get your ranking. fucking list out of the way. <laughs> all right. Halloween 1, I give it a 7 out of 10. Halloween 2, a 2. A 2. Halloween 4. An eight. Halloween five. A five. Halloween six. Producer's cut with Paul Rudd. A four. I mean Halloween H two O. Regardless, but Halloween H two O. A six. Halloween Resurrection. A five. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween. A nine. Halloween Rob Zombies 2, or Rob Zombies Halloween 2, excuse that, (laughs) it's a dumpster fire. Alright, what what did you rank the the last one, the remake, or reboot, whatever, the one from last year? Oh, oh, I forgot to put 2018 in there, because I forgot that fucking movie even existed. (laughs) Um, You know, I didn't hate it, I would probably give it a 4. Alright, so let's put this on record, folks. Faye, Andrew Faye. Yep, Andrew Faye. Lives in El Dorado, Kansas. Yep, Andrew Thomas Faye, Social Security. No, I'm not going to give you my <laughs> Said that he liked Rob Zombie's Halloween more than the original. Blasphemy. Oh, Shame. Fuck you up, man. Shame. You thought overrated pick of the week's got a reaction? This is going to be a good one. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, and... uh. Yeah, and I also have an overrated pick of the week. Well, we'll save that for the end, because I'm okay, sure it's good. a Halloween film. It, it, it is involved with the Halloween franchise, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, next category, misunderstood film. This is actually where I'm going to give it to Faye, because I believe Rob Zombie's original Halloween was misunderstood. It is. It needs to be viewed more. Like an, an, with your with eyes the fact is, the first hour of the movie was completely new, where I think he may have slightly gone wrong with it. He tried to humanize Michael. The second half of the movie was legit, like, the original. Right. Well, I love I love the backstory of it. I love learning why he went fucking off the deep end like he did. The, I, Rob Zombie's Halloween is near perfect for me. That's the Michael Myers that I want. I want the massive seven-foot Michael Myers with the backstory, the substance, the great cinematography, the great soundtrack. Malcolm McDowell as a uh, fucking dude. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. But <laughs> as uh, Donald Pleasance, you know, I thought he did a fantastic job. I hated Malcolm McDowell in Halloween 2, the way they made him a fucking rich, hungry motherfucker. But, yeah. 
Rob Zombie's Halloween, to me, trumps the original Halloween by two points, according to my scale. <laughs> I gave the original seven. I give Rob Zombie's a nine out of ten. Okay. So I don't know how many people have actually seen the work print of Rob Zombie's Halloween. It's better than what they put in theaters. It's actually a whole different ending. And there's fucking actually. Cheers. So the ending he originally had is what was shown in the trailer where Michaels goes ripping through the house trying to find um, Lori. And at the very end, he actually ends up killing Loomis. And Lori ends up taking Loomis's gun and ends up blowing Michael's head off. So I think that had they gone with that ending, it would have been better than us getting this fucking abortion Halloween 2. God. This is such a weird franchise to kind of cover. Because just how the direction it was when doing this. That how, like, the original is the OG... And then you had fucking Rob take his take on it. And now you have the fucking 2019 one. And a lot of people shit on that movie. And that's normal. And a lot of people love that fucking movie. And that's normal. I I don't know. You... See, and that, that's why I didn't want to actually rank them like Faded. I rather just <laughs> I break scared. it down into categories. And all just scared. the fucking bullshit. <laughs> do, you, do you have more categories still? I do. I got a lot of categories. Sweet. So, was was there a misunderstood film for you guys that you think people should maybe give a second chance for? Um, well, because I recently read an article about how Rob Zombie, he prefers his second one over the first one because he had more creative control over the second one. Got Why? To clearly redo what he did. But what he did was exactly of uh, Jason Voorhees. Oh, mama told me to do this. Mama told me to do all this. Fuck the second one. And then they butchered, they butchered the mask in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 to where it was barely existing over this dude's massive head with his massive beard and the hair and stuff like that. Fuck Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Very Zombie's homelessly looking. String, you know what I like? What's that, buddy? I like that Carpenter was able to make a classic on a budget of $325,000, but Rob Zombie made a subpar film for $15 million in Halloween. <laughs> burn that money. A burn. <laughs> I mean, the money didn't go to the fucking cast, so I mean, it must have went up its fucking nose. So, I mean. Oh, fuck. Hey, Rob Zombie had an opportunity to take a low-budget movie and make it better, and he did. All right. Um, (laughs) All right, now we get into the kill categories. So we have... Best kills? Best kill, worst kill, weirdest kill. Hmm. So we'll do each one individually. So for me, best kill was the dad in Halloween 6 for the producer's cut, to where he gets... Stabbed into electrical panel, gets electrocuted, and then fucking blows up. I'll have to go with uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween when little Michael takes the baseball bat over the boyfriend's head and he fucking goes into a complete cut, fucking convulsion on the ground. Kind of reminded me of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He put the hammer over the head and the dude goes into a complete convulsion. Uh, that was great. And bleeding all over the candy corn, which nobody loves the candy candy corn or even the movie candy corn. 
I was like, you fucking shut up about King Corn. <laughs> off the top of my head, that has been my favorite cool. I have to kind of think of more throughout the franchise, but right off the top of my head, I love the young Michael Dag or however the fuck you say his name, taking the baseball bat over the boyfriend. That's probably my favorite. All right. Uh, Krista, your favorite kill? The scene with PJ Solis where she gets fucking just fucked up. Strangled. That's my that's she my... gets strangled and making the sex noise of the yeah. song with Jamie Lee Curtis. Ow! Yes. Fucking <laughs> sex noise. That gets smashed. It's the best one. And then her boyfriend who gets fucking basically he's a human thumbtack or a piece of paper through a tack. That's my favorite one. All right, so you hear that, listeners? Queen Kudra loves the sex noises. <laughs> Always. Yeah, she don't show us a bunch of dudes, and yeah, she's picking the sexiest fucking kill out of all of them. And then yet you were just talking about fucking Halloween 2 for fucking a million years. Both Halloween 2s suck. Both of them, I hate both of them. <laughs> I'll give the original Halloween 2 the slight edge over uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Uh, I did not or, put the dumpster in it. Favorite kill. <laughs> no, it's weird. Uh, anyway, so my favorite kill is uh, Halloween 4 when Tamara Glynn, uh, who's dressed as like a little devil, is getting banged in the barn, presumably losing her V-card, getting flowered, right? So <laughs> That's Halloween and then she. That's Halloween 5. Yeah, Halloween 5. There we go. Halloween 5. There you go. That's <laughs> that kill. <laughs> Where he All gets right. pitchforked in the fucking back when he's Ooh. banging that, banging his boo. <laughs> I guess Farmer's pick kind of then segues into my pick for worst kill, which <laughs> was the fucking rake kill um, in Halloween <laughs> 5. Because that, that kill was so stupid. <laughs> like, you're telling me the guy couldn't fucking dodge it? <laughs> like, oh, you missed me. Oh, missed me again. <laughs> he couldn't see. <laughs> That's my problem with Michael Myers. These people literally watch the shit coming at them, and they don't do shit about it. Run and dropkick the motherfucker. I grew up on wrestling and Bam Margera. You run and dropkick that bitch that's in a goddamn janitor outfit and a William Shatner mask. (laughs) Fucking dropkick that bitch ass. He's not a fucking threat. (laughs) He's not hard to get away from. Chucky is scarier than fucking Michael Myers. Which, yes. fucking... Kick Chucky, though. You know what? Overrated, Overrated pick, pick of the, of the week. week. Is going to be the character of Michael Myers. So fucking overrated. The character of Michael Myers. You literally got a dude in a gender suit and a William Shatner mask with a fucking kitchen knife coming after you. And all you get is the stereotypical, ah, he's coming at me and instead of trying to fight back and everything like that. Take him out of the kneecaps. He's supposed to be a regular him. Okay, in episode or not episode six. And movie six, yeah, he's supposed to be supernatural or whatever, but people ignore that. He's generally known as just a normal person trying to kill his family. And for some reason people can't fuck him up. This dude in a goddamn jumpsuit with a butcher knife. Why is he so hard to defend against? It's, it's coming it's, from the guy who thinks us is a ten. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you shot yourself in the foot, dude. No, I didn't. Us is a better film than the original oh, Halloween. My God, you're a fucking idiot. I love you, but you're <laughs> a fucking idiot. Crack? God, 
You've been drinking too much fucking Rolling Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I do drink too much. But, and I appreciate what Michael Myers, just Michael Myers, not even the Halloween franchise, has brought into horror movies. He ushered in the 80s movies that we all know and love today. But, when you sit there and think about Michael Myers... He's a bitch in a Captain Kirk mask and a janitor suit with a goddamn kitchen knife. I'd say the same shit about Jason, okay? Bitch in Jason, a Jason and people and people always question who would win in a fight between Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees would Fucking own Jason his ass. Would, yes, any Jason any Jason would whip his ass. Ari Lehman's Jason would oh whip Michael okay. Myers' ass. All right. Crazy Again, I, I like the Halloween movies. They're good movies. They're fun movies to watch. <laughs> there was only one that I considered a dumpster fire. All ten. But Michael Myers himself, complete bitch. Sorry. Michael Myers, eat a dick. Jason, he's cool. Long live Freddy. Leatherface, I'm iffy with him. <laughs> great, great original Leatherface. Text Chainsaw Massacre 2. Is also uh, uh, you know overrated, overrated. but you shut your fucking mouth, face. Yeah, you shut, shut the fuck up, Cujo. <laughs> it's time to let the dog off the leash. All right. I, I, Bill Johnson is a great man. You shut your fucking mouth, face. Sure he is. Yeah, don't make. But we're talking the movies, just like a uh, good old our our buddy Daryl Hook. He was threatening that he's gonna tell Lenae Quigley that I made her an overrated pig a week. You know, I say that she's a fucking sweetheart. But her acting sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, all she is is TNA. Well, back in That's the day. That's all she but, is. Yeah. 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 yeah, back in the day, you don't want to see that now. Segue, what do you think her best character movie role is? I think it's trash. Trash. Yeah, definitely trash. Yes. Get back to the worst fucking kills. Yeah, worst, worst yes. kills. Yes. I want that. What's your worst kill? <sighs> It'd be fucking Joseph Gordon-Levin's ass and H2O getting killed with a fucking skate. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, though. It was funny as fuck. I was laughing my ass off, but I'm like, eh, it's too played out. It's a worst kill as in, like, what what kill you think, like, sucked? Like, it wasn't yeah. a kill? Yeah. Yes. A kill you thought was bullshit. Okay. I'd think about that one. Oh, I gotta pull a fae. I gotta take a piss. <laughs> Shit, you were supposed to go <laughs> next while I thought about it. Okay, you know, I will give a second one just because while it it was different, the kill was kind of... Nah, fuck know? that, son. You only get one. You only get one. <laughs> fuck that. All right, I'll be back. I'll hold off on my pee, all right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit. Um, what do I think it was a bad death? When they killed Annie in part one. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was shitty. Yeah. That really was shitty. That was a very long death, too. Well, you know, it was are. an Choked. overrated death. <laughs> <laughs> she got her choke in, but then she also was stabbed. So, All right, yeah, now I'm going to go pee. Here you go. Strangled in the, yeah, she gets strangled in the car, and it's a very long strangulation. And then, like, she had it coming. Because how are you going to fucking, you know, First, try to get in the car. It's locked. Then, back, oh, I need keys. Go grab the keys and come back to the car, and the car is then unlocked. 
Well, like, come on. Uh, well, that's what pissed me off with Michael Myers, too. How the fuck did he learn how to drive? Someone gave him lessons. Duh. Just watching. Some psycho in his fucking loony bin taught him how to drive. And follow the rules of the road. Or <laughs> he didn't get pulled or whatever. He followed the speed limits, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, Moving on to the weirdest kills. The weirdest kill? The weirdest kill. Damn. Weirdest. Uh, for me, is definitely the nurse having her blood drained in Halloween 2. Okay. Uh, mine, mine would have to be also Halloween 2, the hot tub. Yes! Her getting dunked in and out of that hot Fucking tub like, just multiple times, and all of a sudden her skin melted off like that after multiple dunks in this hot tub. Because your skin it. will peel off if water boils to a certain degree. But nothing, but nothing happened to human Michael Myers. Is or maybe he doesn't actually, have any feeling. Fuck. <laughs> if you're watching the film and you see his hand, his hand, the skin is actually peeling off. And there's multiple drinks. Fuck you, yeah. Look at what you did. <laughs> Halloween 2 has a lot of those weird-ass fucking deaths. Yeah, the finger-in-the-butt kill. That's yes! Not... That, that's the one I was fucking thinking. I'm like, yeah, she looks like she's got a oh, finger she... in her ass. Yeah, but really, she has the scalpel on her back and gets lifted up. Yeah, but it, but the way they filmed it, it's straight up finger in the butt. Woohoo! Maybe she did get a finger in the butt. Having <laughs> a good time with that one. Well, weirdest kill. Weirdest kill. Um, probably in six when he killed the fucking the grand the grandpa with the fucking uh, the electricity with the fucking axe. What? <laughs> <laughs> Honorary mention to uh, who is Sheriff's daughter in four. You know, she wanted uh, Grady to uh, penetrate her instead. Of Myers penetrated her with a shotgun. Hey, sometimes like, you just gotta go deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next is the douchebag award. So I actually have a tie. I have a tie. Okay. I'm going the dad from Curse. Well, stepdad. But then I'm also going to say fucking Loomis from Halloween 5. Okay. Why? Because like, Loomis fucking used Jamie as bait. Of course. He used the kid as bait. What kind of douche does that? Oh, I think my big douche award is... Oh, Jesus. What is... Loki, I'm trying to remember his name in 2019. He got the fucking pumpkin tattoo. I felt like that kid was kind of a douche. Pumpkin was, tattoo. Yeah, he got a pumpkin tattoo with the little hearts. Oh, the boyfriend? Yes, the boyfriend that gets fucking killed. Yeah, the uh, reefer boyfriend. Uh-huh. Or or the other kid that like is like friend zoned, and then once she finds out her boyfriend's being a cheating piece of shit. Oh, she, he tries to move in. <laughs> yeah, he tries to move in. So he's kind of a little douche for doing that, you know. So, so what's the recommended time for doing that? Like a week? A fucking year, probably. I don't know. A year? I don't know. Yeah, for you, it's probably like 30 minutes. 30 minutes or less, or pizza is free. <laughs> <laughs> Wise man once said, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for light pizza. <laughs> there you go. Say, douchebag award. Other than farmer. You would know this. 
douchebag award. What was the veal? Uh, the uh, stepdad in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay. I, I I loved watching him getting killed. I couldn't wait to see that piece of shit get killed. And the way he duct taped him to his fucking re- piece of shit stepdad recliner, like all stepdads have. <laughs> duct taped him that and cut his throat. That was that was an awesome kill. You you cheer for little Michael in that scene right there. But, well, Gizmo just made an appearance. So after just recording this. <laughs> I'm recommending don't fucking use whiskey or anything hard. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we recommend just beer for the live stream. Beer, White Claws, whatever. <laughs> white Claws. <laughs> for your basic bitches out there, yeah, drink your White Claws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Farmer, Captain Douchebag, your Douchebag War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you can't see, he's wearing a fucking... Fred. Andrew Fay, douchebag number one. What, what? I'm the nicest douchebag in the land, damn it. <clears throat> uh, douchebag award. Fuck you, Ben Tramer. Oh, uh, no, it's, uh... <laughs> uh, I'd say William Forsythe's character in fucking Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's definitely the biggest douchebag out of all of them. Mm-hmm. So That's you're going with Fay. <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that moves us in to our counterpart, the Chwad Award. Cujo. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck off. Um, I have to think about that string. You know what? The reason why String's adding this Chwad Award yeah. is because he wants to add the chick from part five. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, she was. Okay, she yeah. was a fucking Chwad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew exactly that's the reason. But you why know you what? She part. wasn't the only one. You had other one. You had the, the sheriff's star in Halloween Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had um, Ellie Cornell's character in in Four as well because she didn't want to babysit Jamie. Um, you know what? Laurie Strode and Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. She was a fucking cunt in that movie. I know she's mentally damaged and shit like that. But these people, uh, fucking Brad Dorif and Dan Harris, forgive me for not remembering their names as the characters, but they're just trying to help her, and I get that she's fucked up in the head, but so is fucking Annie. There, there you go, Annie. Uh, Daniel Harris's character in the Rob Zombie movies. She should be fucked up, too, because she went through just as much brutality as Laurie Stroh did in Rob Zombie's. Well, maybe not as much, but she went through a lot of shit. And she's fine. Laura Schroeder and Rob Zombie Halloween 2 or whatever, though, she went too extreme. She went from cookie-cutter, picture-perfect Laura Schroeder and Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 to a complete psycho fucking cunt that doesn't give a fuck about anybody around her until they start dying in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go with the fucking gigantic twat award. Is ha- It has to be Judith from fucking Rob Zombie's she was a little bit of a fucking bitch. I feel like she was. And, yeah, Judith Myers is a fucking twat. She doesn't care about her little brother. Fuck that, you know. Care about she just kid. wanted to get high and have sex. Yeah. So, yeah, she's a twat. She's a big fucking twat. And this is what you get when you listen to the Outsize Horror Podcast. <laughs> Nothing but people button heads with each other. 
We don't all agree with each other like other fucking podcasts, just because they want to stroke each other off in a circle. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, I got one left. <laughs> I got one last category. This is the Giggity Award or the Hotty Hot Hot uh, Award. All right. All My right. nomination That's a tough one. That's a tough goes to one. Christina Klebe of Rob Zombie's Halloween. Because she was there buck naked and I loved every moment of it. <laughs> I bet. Because that's the one only time we get to see Daniel Harris's boobs in any movie that she's yes. done. <laughs> I'm going with Daniel Harris. That was the breast. Giggity. That's my giggity giggity. Giggity giggity. Giggity giggity. That was good, String. <laughs> I'm gonna say, doesn't PJ Solis show her fucking titties in Halloween, the original one? Very yes. when she gets strangled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you new? You just said you like no, that kill. You, you really just said wanna... you like that kill. Yeah, no. If you really want to see her, you got stripes. Okay, well that's oh my god. Yes, I've seen stripes. Anyway, yeah. I mean, can I share two fucking categories, assholes? Okay. All right, moving on. Fuck off, you hick. <laughs> That's what you got. You got a pig. <laughs> yeah, heck. Yeah, fucking heck. Slack I'm from you. small town Kansas. That's not you me. Slack jawed banjo playing fucker. Wow. I'm going to learn the banjo now just because she <laughs> said that. And I will be so proud of you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> is, this, is this the send off of the episode? Yeah, I believe so because we probably about already lost viewers as is. Oh, yeah, well, they, I mean, he turned it off right now. I mean, you know, on that note, just remember what old farmer does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, farmer, he just looks that big old storm square in the eye and he says, "Give me your best shot, pal. I can take it, you cunt." <laughs> Tune in uh, this Friday live stream. It's gonna be good. Maybe. We're, there's only one way to find out. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All units respond. Multiple fatalities reported on Orange Grove Ave. Suspect has been identified as one.